Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And he's brought to us by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Hello, D. Hi, Daryl. Hello, boys. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? Okay. Were you glad, shocked? Glad, glad to hear that you're back in. Oh, good. I just a little <laughs> under the weather. I'm sure all of our game day in Cleveland fans are like, whoa, what's going on? Um, my question for you, yeah, all one, right? My mom. If, if she could figure out how to. Yeah, it has to be your mom because my family doesn't care. <laughs> all right. So listen, Daryl, were you surprised by what happened in Berea yesterday? At least what reportedly happened. Yes, reportedly happened, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little surprising, but uh, understandable. Um. I, I made the fatal mistake of trying to make a joke on accent. And ever try, nobody has a sense of humor anymore. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, last year, uh, Kevin Stefanski made changes with the special teams coordinator and, and defensive coordinator, and that worked out beautifully. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with trying to find uh, a fresh perspective or fresh voice. I don't know that the dude that they're interviewing today is going to bring that. Um, and if those are the type of guys they're bringing in to talk to, he Kevin Stefanski isn't giving up play-calling duties anytime soon. You don't so, think, Daryl, that's not what this is about, right? Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think that that's what this is about. I think it's all about, uh, you know, the, the, everything that they're going to do this offseason – is going to be about Deshaun Watson because they got to find a way to make this thing work and not just work, but they need to find a way to, to make sure that this guy plays at an NFL MVP caliber level. Like the dude needs to play like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes this year. Um, that that's just the way it is. Uh, when you're being paid $46 million a year and you've done very little, uh, in terms of availability and performance in the first two years that you've been here. So um, they've, they've got to find a way to put together an offense and a scheme that's going to really uh, explore, uh, accentuate, I should say, uh, the things that Deshaun Watson does well. They, they've got to get this guy to where he is a premier player at the quarterback position in the National Football League. And so if that means that they got to change out Alex Van Pelt and, and a couple of assistant coaches while doing that, then so be it. That's the you know that's just the cost of doing business. But I will say, from my view, I think AVP did a good job when he was here. Well, uh, you, you won 11 games with five different starting quarterbacks, Daryl. He obviously uh, had, he had something to coach to- nine of them. Yeah, he had to do something. Since 2020, right? That that. includes 
you know, uh, Baker being able to start for a couple of years. So, uh, like, you know, I, I think Van Pelt did a very good job uh, while he was here. He was a good soldier. Uh, uh, I mean, just last week he spoke about how awesome it's been um, working with Kevin Stefanski and how he uh, marvels at how Stefanski's able to, you know, roll with the punches and be the same guy day in and day out and stay even keeled and not get caught up in emotional swings that are so easy to get caught up in, especially uh, in the National Football League. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, everything that they're, you know, this isn't, because I've seen some of this, this isn't a sign that the Browns are dysfunctional again, okay? It, it's not. It, it It's, you know, Kevin recognizing that they've gotten to a certain point and now they need to go further from there. And and that's okay. That you know, that that's that's what good organizations do. Um and, and so I, I don't think that there's really any reason right now for a lot of consternation amongst Browns fans that uh, you know, they're making these uh these changes in these tweaks. So Daryl, I think you said it on the air yesterday, you know, and and pointed it out first, I guess, that you look go back and look at the last thirteen months and they have now all three of the major coordinating positions have been flipped. Yeah, he's out of guys to fire. So yeah. So what does that mean? <laughs> that, that's my. And is that Ke- is it truly is that Kevin making the fire? I don't know. Yeah. That that's Yeah. I I don't I don't think that this is I don't think this is a he's being told to do things um, type of a a scenario. And look, um, it, it's important to to understand that the three-ring circus left town when Stefanski and Andrew Berry arrived. Um, and they have brought a sense of organizational stability and professionalism and adults in the room making big boy decisions and things like that, um, which we're not used to here in Cleveland, right? We're, we're used to everyone pointing fingers at each other and fighting and throwing each other under the bus, trying to kiss the owner's backside to save their job and, and things like that. That's just how that building had been for so many years. And it's not been that way these last four years under Stefanski and Barry. It, it, it's, 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 it's uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's very professional out there. Uh, it's, um, you know, th- these guys are all, you know, Rowing the boat in the same direction, so to speak. Um, so I look. He made two changes last year because of underperformance, right? And it worked out. Well, now you've you've had four years of this, you know, volatility at the quarterback position, right? You've had nine different guys, and a lot of that's been because of injury, not because of organizational instability, and uh, where you've had to roll with the punches there. And they they've survived it. They've done a good job, get, you know, working through it. And they certainly did it this past season. But uh, I do think that there is something to be said for, you know, hitting reset buttons every once in a while to get it, bring in some fresh ideas and new ways of looking at things and doing things. And and again, that that's to me, that's not a sign of a a weak organization. That's a sign of a strong organization. Are are those? Decisions collaborative, you think, Daryl, or are those strictly on Kevin? Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure there's collaboration in in the sense of, uh, I, you know, I'm sure Kevin's not doing everything in a vacuum. Um, but at the at the same time, the coaching staff is his, is his, you know, purview. The personnel department is Andrew Barry's, but they both work hand to hand, right? Uh, you, you look at 
when they brought in Jim Schwartz and the type of players that they brought in through free agency and trades in the offseason, right? And even the draft, the, the guys that fit what Jim Schwartz does. So the you're you're seeing you're seeing the way things work together, right? Uh, and the positive results of when you have those two departments working together and not against each other. And again, we've seen that out there where we've had the personnel departments doing one thing and the coaching staff wants to do something completely different. And then they each bicker because the personnel is not being used the way they, they're designed by the coaching staff and the coaching staff isn't getting the players that they want from the personnel department. That's not happening uh, in that building anymore. And and again, the, these these are all very good things. Like, this is the way it should be. So, um, again, I, I don't think Stefanski made these moves in a vacuum, but I also don't feel like that he's, you know, following marching orders from above to do it either. Daryl, what is a successful season for Kevin Stefanski next year? Oh, they you got not only you have to make the playoffs, but you need to advance. Um, next year you can't be one and done. Uh, again, without understanding the dynamics of what and the circumstances of what may transpire next season, but for me that's that's the bar now. Get to the playoffs and advance. The ideal scenario is they finally win a division. Um, but clearly we know how difficult that is um, because they haven't done it since 1989. So uh, first things first, get in the tournament and then you see what happens. But um, yeah, make the playoffs next year and advance in the postseason. That to me is where the bar should be set. Take me to Bill Belichick. If he has a second interview in Atlanta, who's interviewing who and do they need him more than he needs them? Yeah, they need him more than he needs them, 100%. Uh, Bill, <laughs> honest, Bill should have walked in wearing all six Super Bowl rings, and he should have he should have pulled a Greg Williams. <laughs> Remember when Greg uh, was introduced at the, as, as Browns defensive coordinator? He had that beautiful Super Bowl ring from the New Orleans Saints out front for all of us to see, right? Yeah. Well, Bill should have should, should, just walked in. And the uh, uh, three on each the, hand. The the twenty eight to three comeback over the Falcons ring should have been front and center, and he should have put both hands on the table and allowed Arthur to stare at the rings, and that should have been the interview. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably do it, wouldn't it, Daryl? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Here's the thing, right? Um, I I made the joke about Jerry Jones should fire McCarthy and and bring in Bill to get them over the top, right? Because they got they got this playoff roadblock. They can win games in the regular season, get in the tournament, and then they do what the Cowboys do every year, and that's find a way to fall on their face in the postseason, right? Um, and, and Bill would be that guy. The problem is Jerry Jones will never, ever cede any ounce of control to, to Bill, okay? That's, they that's might a terrible a, mix, isn't it? That'd be terrible. Oh, horrible, right? Because Bill has a proven, keyword proven, he has a proven way of doing things, right? So he needs an owner that is going to allow him to do things the Belichick way. It's interesting over the years, it, when you talked about the Patriot success, it was called the Patriot way. Eh, I call it the, I prefer to use the term the Belichick way. Um, because he basically ran that organization for a quarter of a century. And so I think that, um, he needs that type of a situation 
where he's going he doesn't need obstruction from ownership, right? <laughs> Jerry, I'm not interested in who you want to draft right now. <laughs> okay? Right. We're going to draft who I want and who I think we need. That's how this is going to work. That would not work in Dallas with Belichick. Mm. It could work in Atlanta. Mm, good point. Daryl, as always, thank you. We'll be looking forward to your next uh, It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. And we're always reading you online at uh, 923thefan.com. Thanks, my friend. Thank you, Daryl. You bet, guys. Um, I think this is the second longest thing I've done other than marriage. Yeah. In my entire life. <laughs> we have 12 years coming up. It's you right? and me, Bubba. 20 years of marriage. 12 years with I don't know who to feel more sorry for, you or me. I don't know. I'm trying to think of (laughs) other than I I can't. uh, Well, being a father, then I guess that would probably be like that would be that was you had kids before. Yeah. So so it's in between marriage, kids, and then you, Jeff. You're it. Thanks, buddy. Congratulations. What's with the heavy sigh over there? (laughs) You think about it when you're a kid, what do you commit to a school for like? Five years, you know, six years. Yeah. Elementary school. Yeah. If that's the way your system's set yeah, up. You and I have done this as long as it took us to get from kindergarten through like senior year. The great thing is, is that. Though, oh, my God. Though I've we've never thought about yeah, it that way. Though we've both wanted to, you know, to kill each other over the years. Not we, really. We haven't. Yeah, we haven't. That's beautiful. I, it's because you uh, you are much more level-headed than I am at times. And you're much, much more passionate about certain things than I am sometimes. This is such a beautiful conversation. Not really. Counselor, what do you think? <laughs> We've got to protect our phony baloney job, gentlemen. I think it's time to get some new couches in here is what I think. If we're going <laughs> to spill your guts on what's going on yeah. with the show. 216-474-0092. 216-474-0092. All right, so there are plenty of head coaching vacancies out there. Man, are there ever. I mean, I'm just kind of still market going through some of these. I, I Does it? Does it feel like there's going to be one and then everything else is going to fall into place? Someone's going to, like Washington's going to hire somebody says, you know, Atlanta's going to make the hire. I I, I just kind of feel like the two big things that are out there now are Bill Belichick, if somebody wants to take a chance on him. I don't know if it's taking a chance or not. And then uh, Harbaugh and Vrabel. And it's like there's some good guys out there. There are some really interesting candidates. it's, it's, It's weird. Now, one, th- one thing we chatted about before the show that I, I think is fascinating, and I asked Daryl about it. Daryl says the Falcons need Belichick more than Belichick needs the Falcons. I agree with that if the Falcons decide they want to put up with Bill. You know what I mean? Clearly, the man is a great head coach. We know that, and he's one of the best that's ever coached. You can make the argument that he's the best that's ever coached. I I, I don't think there's a best at anything. I think... You probably put put a guy in a conversation of three, four, or five guys, and I, you know, is Taylor Swift the best singer? Well, no, but she's really good. You know, I mean, there there are a lot of people who are really good at stuff. Right, Bill's a really good football. Subjective though. I mean, all that's yeah. subjective. Yeah. But do you, if you're if you're fill in the blank team, do you want to completely buy into Bill's way, or do you do you not even have to? If you're Bill, are you willing to say, you know what? I'm okay being the coach, but I would like to have a good relationship with my GM who's going to supply me with talent, and I would like to you know, be on the same page. I, I would think that's if any team wants to hire Bill, I, I, I don't know that I would hire Bill Belichick, the general manager. 
I'd hire Bill I, Belichick, the coach. I can't see Bill walking into a job where he's not, though. Unless, and I could just see him retiring. In other words, because unless, I, unless he's decided, you know what? That's where I caught so much grief in New England, and it, toward the end, and that was a pain in my, you know what? But he made some nice draft choices. I, it just, it, it just didn't work the last couple of years. Jeff, it all goes back to. I think about Bill Belichick painting the media into a little corner in Cleveland where you were allowed to stand, right? Wasn't there just a little tiny area where the media was allowed to stand? Where? In games? No, during practice or during availability. Oh. True or false? That kind of went away. As time went on or it was just in the beginning? When, When Marty Schottenheimer was the coach, we were allowed to watch practice. Okay. All of practice. And then? Not as much. And now it's virtually nothing. Yeah. Now it's stretching. You can watch and, stretching. And, and I don't think that was Bill. I think the league went that way. But I'm sure, you know, Bill was key in that. But And by the way, if they let the media, I'm just saying this, and this is just thought, food for thought. If they let the media watch a little bit more, then the top story every day wouldn't be the injury report. Like, that's the information that the media gets every day. And yeah. I think that's why it's always this, yeah, like, but you're oh, not, you who, weren't allowed to report. Who practiced today? Who didn't practice today? You weren't allowed to report what you saw at practice, though. They're like, we'd see the Browns working on trick plays. Well, you can't report that. Right. You no, know, no. All right. You, you couldn't do that. But, but you get the feel for whether someone is being productive right. or non-productive. Right. And there's but, no no one's going to stop you from but do you th- voicing that opinion. Do you think a team is going to put up with the full Bill Belichick? Or would it have to be a... a we want to hire you as our coach, but we want you to fit into this system. And we're going real high analytics here. And we're going to do this. Because if I'm if I'm a team, I don't want to hire Bill, the general manager. But if I'm Bill, I don't want to go to a team that I'm not comfortable with and where I don't think I can win and where I don't have some say in personnel. You know, I... I honestly think that it's going to have to be a group hug on that. I mean, they're going to have to come to a decision. I think Bill's going to have to say at some point, okay, I understand, and I, I'll coach your team. I'll coach your team. Is Bill's entire staff out? Do we know? I don't know. I don't Because I, if you go to the Patriots website. I know his linebacker you, coach isn't. Yeah, well, that's it. You look at. He's now the head coach. You look at their staff, and all it says is Jared Mayo. That's it. And then there's a line that says the coaching staff for 2024 will be announced at a later time. The fact that Jared Mayo gets promoted there might mean a lot of those assistants stay. Or if Jared Mayo thought But he thought didn't have Bill, a very big staff. Well, if, right. And if Jared Mayo thought that Bill had a terrible staff and he just happened to be on it, then he might not bring back anybody. Yeah. You know, Bill, Bill went Larry Bird. Remember when Larry was the head coach of the Indiana Pacers? He had two assistant coaches, Rick Carlisle and Dick Harder. And that was it. Well, his I, I, the other part of it is, too, and, you know, we talk about um, the Callahans and, and the possibility of both of them ending up in Carolina. For Bill, don't you think the part of this is trying to, I would hope, maybe, that he'd be trying to help his son out to guide him so he could take over wherever he goes next, so he can set his own oh. standard. I would think if you could, I, I mean, if you could I set would, things up for your family, you would. Right? I would think that's true. But I'll bet that's not the deciding factor in this hire. No, I agree with you, but I think that you, if you know the you know the Suns will go with him if he goes to coach another team. Yeah, you know that'll happen. Sure. 
Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. So, Are there I, any other places where you think Bill would be a good fit? The, the open jobs right now, Atlanta. Okay. Yes. Which uh, I think he'd be a great fit there. And the reason I say that is because Arthur Blank would, he'll keep writing the checks. And though Arthur comes down on the sidelines and hangs out sometimes, he's going to just stay out of the way. He's going to let him do the job. Okay. Uh, Carolina, there's no way Bill Belichick goes to Carolina. Yeah, I don't see that. That the Tepper has fired two coaches in season is just nuts. I can't see him going to the Raiders because the Raiders just got rid of Bill's protege and Josh McDaniels. And if I'm Mark Davis, I'm thinking, yeah, I went there once. That's not going to work. I don't know. Mark Davis might get enamored by the name though, and saying, well, I rather than having his understudy, I actually get the lead actor. Hey, hey, he should hire Antonio Pierce and call it a day. Antonio Pierce did a nice job at changing the culture a little bit and giving the Raiders the old Raider feel, and and that might not be a bad way to go. Chargers? Maybe? I don't know. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If they're going after Harbaugh, why wouldn't they? Yeah, I know. that. that why wouldn't work. you do that? Seattle, I don't see. Seattle just got rid of Pete Carroll, and they're in the same age bracket. They're going through some ownership problems there too, right? I mean, they're well, trying to figure out. Um, Paul Allen's Paul Allen passed away. Right, his, his sisters. In I read a now. really interesting story about yeah. um, how the NFL's trying to make sure that owners have um, uh, just like a line of, I don't know, like a will. Not is that, what's the word I'm looking line for? of succession. Line of succession. That's yeah. the line I was looking for. Yeah. Um, Tennessee just got rid of Mike Vrabel. And if I'm Bill, I'm thinking Vrabel's a pretty good coach, despite whatever our relationship is, and I don't know what it is. I it doesn't that doesn't seem like a fit to me. This one seems like it could work. Mike in Seattle, I could see that, can't you? Oh, Mike Vrabel in Seattle, yeah. sure. But I, I'm talking about Belichick here. Okay. The only other team other than Atlanta that I think would be a good fit for him is Washington. Dan thinks it would be a bad fit. I don't know. Because I, the new ownership, Dan says, have heavy analytics. I don't know that. But I know they've brought in some big-time guys to help in their search. You know, Magic Johnson's involved in the search. Can you imagine Magic interviewing Bill Belichick about football? No. I can't either. Not at all. Bob Myers, who was the Golden State Warriors general manager and terrific. Right. 
So he's got two basketball guys and a football guy in his search for a head coach. I don't know if that would play for Bill. I don't know. But would you did you say Tennessee yet? Did we go yeah. through Bill? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And I, I don't know if, if Bill would fit there. I, I just I wonder how these guys are gonna play out. I wonder which guys go for the hot coordinators. I don't know. I, Doesn't it feel like I'm it's Dan, Atlanta or bust? No, I, I think Washington's an outside and that's Dan, remember what Bill grew up in that area too. Maybe that's part of it. Sentimental. Dad was at the Naval Academy. Yeah, maybe. I don't think there's no way Bill ends up with the Commanders. It's just it's well, just not the where way. else other than Atlanta do you think it might work? I I think Atlanta is the the top spot, and I think the Commanders are the second. Well, all right. So here's Bill Belichick on stats. You know how I feel about stats. Really, stats are for losers. Final scores for winners, and that's that's really what it's about. The new owner of the Commanders spoke at the Sloan Analytics Conference. How do you think those two would mesh? Well, but that's <laughs> but but Dan, that's where. You know, I mean, Bill's, though Bill's old school, Bill wasn't old school. Bill was cutting edge when he came to the Browns. He was cutting edge when he went to the Patriots. And you can be sure Bill's smart enough to know that he can't let the game completely pass him by if he wants to take a new gig. And he might just say, fine, you you guys supply the talent. I'll tell you what I need. You figure out how to get it, and I'll coach it up. I mean, Let's be fair here, okay? Six Super Bowls, long time coaching, what, 29 years. But Bill's, Bill's in his lower 70s, and he wants if he wants to keep coaching, he's not going to be the – he can't go in and say, hey, it's this way or the highway. And then they'll say, well, there's the highway right there. You if can, he gets you can two teams that want him, he can. He needs two teams to want him for it to say, I'll do it this way or that way. He needs one to want him to stay employed if he wants to coach in the league. Yeah, I think he's and, in a and weird he might, spot. If but, this was ten years ago, sure. Or let's just say, let's let's yeah, let's say that he and and Brady left at the same time. He'd have his pick. Yeah. However, he also might be in a position. He is in a position whether he wants to do this or not. Hey, I want to do it my way. You don't want that? Fine, no problem. I'll see you later. I'm good to go. He's got enough friends around the league. He can get his kids jobs. True. If they want to coach, he can go get them jobs somewhere. So it's weird because the team is in the position of, hey, do you want this job? Then it's got to be this way. And Bill's in a position to say, no, I don't. Not under your terms. Let's talk about this when we come back. Is Bill Belichick in a power of strength or in a power of what's the other side of it? Not, not, I don't want to say weakness, but he he would have to change his ways. Fair enough. 216-474-0092, Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. It's going to be interesting to see what happens at Ohio State. You know, I'm still shocked that Pat Chun didn't get the job from Washington from Washington State, uh, especially knowing his background and fundraising and understanding Ohio State and being a big time uh, athletic director uh, at Washington State. And he's hired big coaches before, and he's I, I'm just I'm shocked. I'm actually shocked that Pat Chun didn't get the job. So we'll see what happens. That'll come back to bite Ohio State at some point, unless he ends up there. But um, he is going to be if he. You know, he's at Washington State, which is in a weird spot right now, obviously, because of the way things are are, are trending with, you know, the, the Pac-12 or whatever happens to it. So we'll see what happens. I hope this guy can raise a lot of money, the one they brought in from Texas A&M. I know what it's like when we've seen them bring in guys from out of state, especially at Ohio State, and uh, it's not always fun. And if things don't work out and they start not Meaning getting Meaning they have guys, no feel for Columbus? Yeah. I mean, I, look, I mean, Ryan Day has been extremely successful, but yet – 
feels the same sting that John Cooper had while he was there. You know, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter how good or what a good job you can do at recruiting or what you do during the regular season. If you don't have a little bit of that Ohio tie in those positions there, you get a buffer when you're there. Gene Smith, Cleveland, get it? You with me? It didn't matter where he went to school. It was it, there, there was a buffer there for him. Andy Geiger still had a little bit of that, you know, hey, he's kind of here. And then Andy, you know, built Andy Land down there where they got built all the new sports venues down at Ohio State. and You know, and then left Gene with a lot of debt when he came in. But, you know, and then you bring in Tress, Ohio guy. Get it? Urban Meyer, Ohio guy. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's a there's a buffer there. And so we'll see what happens. But um, I, I just hope they can raise a lot of money for NIL and be able to keep these guys. Otherwise, the heat's going to keep – uh, the the heat's going to get a little bit hotter next year. And, you know, he also went all in with um, with Ryan Day. So, But I'm sure they'll talk about that on Sons of the Shoe, a great podcast those guys are doing. Uh, looking forward to that. Let's get back to the NFL coaching uh, search and situation. And, and, you know, you go into the Bill Belichick story and you you wonder where he's going to land. I wonder. I, I, I just think he's – it seems weird, but he's almost a risky hire. I, I think he is. In a in a very weird way, is his is his coaching ability falling off in the last several years? Does he have diminishing skills as a coach? Well, is that what you're asking? And Andy, you tell me. Does he? He lost Tom Brady. They weren't that good. He also had major major injuries on his defense, and it looked like it was going to be a pretty good defense. But they had a lot of them. They they lost like their top four cornerbacks. That's not good. And then their offense was awful. You know that that was the that was the real kick in the shorts. And I I just wonder, you know, I don't think Bill is in a power a position to walk in and say, "Hi, I'm Bill Belichick. Where's my desk?" I think he's honestly going to have to be in the right spot and the for the right owner, and the right owner who's either willing to turn it over to Bill or convince Bill to do it their organizational way and let Bill coach the team. You know? No, I know exactly what you're saying. And then when we talk about so and, now it sounds like he's doing a second interview with Atlanta. And Bill can always say, you know what, this does that's not the structure I'm looking for. Thank you. Because he doesn't need to work. I'll be honest, I'm ready to see him on TV weekly. And I want to see the personality that we never saw as a head coach. Because we all know it's there. Jeff, you yeah. know it's there. I know it's there. I think about how many times they've talked to him about um, about things that are non-football related, and you are just fascinated by his wealth of knowledge, in, on, especially in, yeah. history and war and things like that. In very limited personal dealings with him, and we've both had very limited personal dealings with him. He was terrific, and showed a lot more personality than he ever showed. You know, shows in a press conference or something like that. But he's he's just you know he's not a real personable guy. But I, Andy, I. I don't think Bill is suddenly a stupid football coach. No, I don't either. I think he's still a brilliant football coach. And in the right situation, he could do good things. With the right talent. Andrew in Lakewood. Hi, Andrew. Hey, guys. I, You know, I've been listening to you talk about this, and and this might just be completely out of the question. I don't know where the guy is, but, it, you know, as you mentioned, he's he's older now. I mean, would he be equipped with at this point – in his in his coaching career to maybe take a a role as a coordinator with a team that has a shot to get another ring. Um, I can't see it. it would be Andrew. Awful. Can you see that? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, okay. 
it's kind of out there, but right. um, I don't know. I just want to get your feedback on that. Well, I mean, if he did, it'd probably be as a defensive coordinator, right, Andrew? Thank, and Andrew, thank you. Right, I, uh, I mean, Andy, I can't yeah, see him can't doing see this him at all. It. Like, even even muttering the words that no. you know, he Andrew, would it's a real fair, it's court. a real fair question. But can you imagine Bill answering to anybody other than the owner of a team? I mean, even if he goes in where there's already a general manager in place, Andy, you can be sure the structure won't be Bill's answering to the general manager. The structure will be. The general manager answers to the owner, and Bill answers to the owner, and they're a they're a big triangle of fun. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of his disciples that are out there. I'm just looking. How many of those guys would want him on their staff? You know, he, like, he's not going to be in a no. Just forget that. Yeah, that, no, that's not happening. No, no, I can't see that at all. Um, the other. I think I want to talk about with head coach. Were you surprised what happened in Dallas? No. I I mean, I, it looked like I for give, a second McCarthy was gone, and then all of a sudden, boop, back. I give Jerry Jones credit. You know, Jerry's, Jerry's the most egotistical owner I think I've ever seen in any sport. At least he's up there. Mark Cuban, front and center in Dallas. Mark's smart enough to know when to bail. <laughs> right. You're going to pay me how much? <laughs> and I'm still going to – I'm running the – great, thanks. Let me have my money. Beautiful. But Mike McCarthy won 12 games each of the last three years. That's that's not easy. And I know they have talent. But remember all those years with Jason Garrett when they were around 500 and they weren't doing their thing? Yes. The, the Cowboys, Jerry backed off, took some time, and they released a statement and said, we think we're really close to where we want to be. I agree with them. I mean, they've got some real talent. And they were twelve and five three straight years. Andy, it's I think it's again, I think you go you go big time in the regular season and then you take your shot in the playoffs. You know? Could you see Garrett coming back? I thought about that. I was listening to him do a game and I was one and I was like, I wonder if he ever wants to get back on the sidelines. Well, he was with the Giants. Remember? And then he was the offensive coordinator in New York. And that must not have worked out. He'd have to work his way back in. I I, I I don't know if yeah I don't know if Jason wants to be a head coach again. He does a nice job on TV. Easier gig than coaching. Then the other question too is where does Vrabel end up? And does Harbaugh end up leaving? Like I think like every time I hear Harbaugh's name for an NFL job, I think he's just posturing to make sure to that go back con- to Michigan. Yeah, and- that his contract at Michigan just gets even uh, tighter, and that he does have clauses out the the like NCAA clauses about being investigated and all those things that. He's he cannot be fired for any of that stuff. I don't blame him for that either. Because, I don't either because this this is probably Jim's best. I won't say last. His best chance to cash in big if he wants to go to the NFL. Hey, I won a national championship. You saw my team, right? Let's go. You you want me? Write me a big check, and he also, and secure it, and that gives him leverage back at Michigan too. And I would do the same thing in, in, in this day and age where we have coaches saying we need, you know, I need an, ex, an extra 13 million in NIL to go get players as Ryan Day did. Right. The fact that unless our, unless what's going on at Michigan is unscrupulous, how, how are you going to, how are you going to suspend a coach for doing some kind of recruiting violation when you're paying players millions of dollars? I mean, it's 
does that sound as absurd to you as it as it sounds to me? Yes, it does. Okay, it all sounds absurd. It just it, to me, it just sounds. It's like, hey guys, you threw everything out the window with NIL, and now you, you have NIL departments where schools are paying guys millions of dollars, and you're gonna. He's in trouble for what? Now the stealing of the you know the signs and Science all that stuff. Yeah. That's a little different. That's a little competitive advantage stuff, but if. I don't know how you find any coach guilty of any kind of recruiting violation. Well, we 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 bribed the guy. Yeah, okay, that's legal now. What else? Right. What, I, what's left? What else? Well, there are rules to it. Jeff. Yeah, great, yeah. great. So if Harbaugh though ended up in the NFL, what fit? Could you see him landing on one of these things? And and obviously, Chargers seem the to Chargers... be the team that keeps coming back. Yeah. You know, I think. I don't see he, him with the Raiders. His brother's in Baltimore. Right. How about Washington. It's a lot of Harbaugh's in a very square sure area. Sure is, yeah. But they're in different different conferences. I can see it. I can I, too. I, I can see Washington. I, I see him in... And Josh Harris can write big checks. Yeah, I just wonder at what point do they do that? Do they start making a run at those guys? I, it's interesting. All right, let's talk about the Browns. So obviously they're looking for a new offensive coordinator, but the head coach is going to stay the same. So what does that mean for the Browns' offense moving forward and what do you want it to look like moving forward that you need to change from what we saw this year even with the limited time that we saw Deshaun Watson what does it need to look like next year 216-474-0092 or uh, on X at CLE Talking Hits Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports the clock at four Donchich the step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 